0: When things get really tough, the physical presence of the commander is vital. That's something that Major General Jim Livingston told me a few years ago when we were discussing the 1968 Battle of Dai Do in Vietnam. That year, 1968, by the way, I was only nine years old, and General Livingston was a 28 year old captain of Marines leading his men in a fierce attack against a well defended enemy stronghold, which developed into a desperate close quarter struggle for which young Captain Livingston would later receive the Medal of Honor and we'll have more on this in a future episode. In the meantime, this is Tom, and thank you for joining us for this 11th episode of 4th Watch 1. Today's episode, like all the others, will be short, around four minutes. Short is good. Brevity is what sets us apart, I think. Anyway, I started thinking about General Livingston's sage and seemingly obvious words this morning. I say seemingly obvious because you'd think every leader would know this. The idea that when things get really tough, the physical presence of the commander is vital, and maybe every leader does know this, but not all follow it. I often think about General Livingston's words, but I was again reminded of what he said recently when I learned of a particular leader of a particular group who opted out of showing up for a fairly important event in which the group was involved because the leader was displeased with his own boss's actions, and so instead he directed his second-in-command to fill in, even though he knew the second-in-command had been adversely impacted by the same actions of the same overall boss." The leader was angry, so he was a no-show. That's not good. It was disappointing to me personally because I know and have always liked the guy, and I've often held him up as a paragon of good leadership. Fact is, the physical presence of the commander is vital. Those who follow must actually see, if possible, those whom they are following, and they must see them in good times and in bad. Those who follow must always know that their leader will be out in front, literally leading, even if the leader doesn't want to be there. And that's what real leaders do, and they do it always. That's why they're leaders. Again, this all sounds simple and obvious, but in the 21st century, when leadership is based less on merit and more on fairness and who gets a turn at leadership, what may seem obvious to old-school leaders and followers is increasingly not. A leader is not someone who simply manages and directs or even guides He leads, and that's a tough place to be. It means being there, being available, being accessible, being physically seen and heard from, and not only on days when the proverbial weather is clear, but especially on days when it's dark. He's the example. He doesn't quit. He doesn't take liberties that others aren't first allowed to take. He eats last. He showers last when there's not as much hot water for him as there was for everyone else. He's the last to get sleep and the first to be awakened. Leaders sacrifice and give of themselves, always. It reminds me of the old timeless military maxim that was hammered into us as young marine infantry leaders. Six words, the mission, the men, and me. At the heart of this maxim is that we always put the mission first. Second, and simultaneously, we take care of the men. Lastly, we take care of me. Now, we don't neglect me because that would be irresponsible, but we always put mission objectives and people first. We serve the objectives At the same time, we serve our commanders, our peers, and those under our direct command and control. Serving is everything when it comes to leadership. I know that sounds trite and overused, and some of you may be thinking, yeah, well, service is that old cliche that everybody uses to suggest individual selflessness, but it really means nothing. But service is real as is selflessness, which is the lifeblood of any service. The deed is not enough. The desire has to be there. You have to want to serve. You have to feel a sense of reward that the aid or the service you're providing is returning to you as energy, even if no one else is aware of your service. Taking it a step further, you have to have a desire to serve because you love others more than yourself. And didn't Jesus himself talk about this? Fact is, you cannot effectively lead other people if you don't feel affection and respect for them. You don't lead by feeling your authority and looking down on others. You literally have to see the people you lead as having greater value than your own. And again, they have to physically see you in good times as well as in the bad. Anyway, thank you for listening. Tell others. Our next audio segment will be in a week or so, and God bless.